Hi everyone, I'm Emma, a certified dog trainer. And I'm Kirsten, a certified dog behavior consultant. And this is Dog Chats. Join us as we chat about dog behavior, having fun with your dogs, and building relationships. We will offer practical advice and a bit of humor. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 9. Today we're going to talk about a topic that's a little hard to talk about, so bear with us. We don't want anybody to be crying through this, but we are going to discuss our dogs from the past and their passing. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a little bit about grief, um, but some fun too about their lives. So to start off our little discussion today, I thought I would read what my husband wrote about our last dog when he passed and then we'll just get into his life and then some of Kirsten's uh, past loves too Mm -hmm. and her dogs and even maybe her cats as well so I'm gonna go ahead and read this this was on February 20th 2017 and it was about our dog Dusty today I woke up and did my usual routine got out of bed walked into the kitchen to say good morning to Dusty open the door for him and make coffee but today was different dusty wasn't there we lost dusty overnight he was almost 15. almost 15 years with dusty what a journey people often say wow that's a long life for a dog and they're correct but time goes by quickly and if anyone who has had a dog in their life knows how fulfilling and wonderful that time is Dusty and his younger brother Chance came into our lives and brought a burst of life and joy that made us want to go out and explore things that we'd never have experienced without them. We will miss you and love you always, Dusty and Chance. Thanks for picking us to be part of your lives. Now, I think I wanted to start with that because, first of all, to get us in this mind frame, because it's a hard place to go, right? But that's not an unusual a letter yeah. or writing for when our dogs pass. Yeah. We all feel that unconditional love yeah. of having them around us all the time. Yeah. It's, uh, it, and I think it's not talked about enough. Yeah. It's not that it's not accepted. I think we all understand that. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like it's something that's um, openly shared in our culture. Yeah. And even me reading that this mm-hmm. many years later, I was holding back. There's a little lump in my throat right now. Yeah. And I think it's just an important conversation because they live such short lives mm-hmm. and every moment is precious. Yeah. And we know it. We know like from the moment we have them, the joy they bring us at the beginning. We know those years, go f- they fly by. It, it sometimes makes it hard. I think about my brother when we lost um, my childhood dog. Some people, the grief is so much that they never get another dog. Yeah. And, you know, everybody experiences it differently. And it's so true, uh, Chance and Dusty. They, uh, they left us five months between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was really hard. And it took us a whole year before we were able to even think about getting another dog. And that's kind of weird for a dog trainer not to have a dog. But our hearts were so empty and lonely that we were just like, nobody can ever replace them. We're never going to find, and we don't want to replace them. They they were in our lives for our whole marriage. Um, And so to have this emptiness uh, there once they go is definitely something. It's painful, but worth the pain. But worth the pain. Mm-hmm. And so part of part of this month, too, and the reason to bring this episode to you, is that we wanted to talk about the love, right? So it, the grief is hard because of the love. 
Uh-huh. And this is February, and so we have love in our hands just a little bit more because of yeah. Valentine's Day. So it's because we love them. We absolutely love them. You know, even with their, their goods and bads, yeah. right? You know, my husband, when we were prepping for this episode, we were talking about Dusty and when he was a puppy and how my husband went to a training class with him and the the trainer took him up to show people how to do sits and downs and and when Dusty did it with the trainer, he was so proud of him. He was like, that's my dog. <laughs> He's smart, you know? And so that 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 joy when you, first of all, have that dog in your house to start off with and mm-hmm. building that bond. Yeah. Just to even you talking about that, so many memories flooding back of my different dogs. And uh, gosh, and, that, and the idea of getting another dog afterwards or not doesn't mean that we have to stop grieving. You know, no. I, I think about, I recently got the kittens that you guys have heard about, and I still miss Callie every day. Yeah. You know. And don't start crying now, Kirsten. <laughs> we're, we're trying our best not to, but, but um, and this is, we know everybody relates to this, and this is, is one of the reasons why, why we do want to talk about this and have a really frank and open conversation about it. We're trainers, but, but underneath that, uh, the reason why we work with animals uh, yeah. is because we love them. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. We love being around them. There's a connection that we have that I'm sure everybody has with their animals. And that time, like I mentioned before, is short, but, but that love at the beginning. So to bring you out of that, that sadness you're feeling, tell us something that you had that was fun that you guys did together with one of your previous dogs or, or your cats. Um. I'm thinking about Bear. Bear was our pug. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, that morning, I had found out that my black lab had lymphoma. And uh, I was coming back from the vet and stopped in a coffee shop, and there was a picture of a pug puppy. <sighs> and two teenagers bred their two pugs together. I mean, it was like everything you're not supposed <laughs> to do. <laughs> and uh, every day for a month, I said to my ex-husband, hey, I want to get that pug puppy. And he'd say, no. And, and literally on day 31, he's like, whatever, fine, because he gave up. Um, from the minute he came into our lives, he brought us all so much joy. He was just the coolest, happiest, confident little guy to the day he died. Yeah. And that's, a, that's the thing. When we look back at, at the dogs that we've had in our past, there is just... Like even that, that we have that sadness, but that bubble of joy yeah. of the things that we got to do with them, like just even going to the beach and spending time with them and just all the activities, like my husband was saying in that piece he wrote on, about Dusty is we did stuff that we probably never would have done. Like we're not big hikers, but because we had two dogs, we'd always go out, to, you know, if we were in a new place, we'd go for a hike someplace. You know, so he he helped us do stuff that we'd never done before. The other thing with Dusty that I have to say, he really mellowed us out. Mm. You know, we barely argue. Um, I can't say we don't (laughs) argue, but, you know, he kind of brought that that, um, sort of calmness to the house. That's why He he wasn't without his difficulties, which is one of the reasons (laughs) why I became a trainer, but... Overall, there was so much love uh, for those two two dogs that, that we had. Thinking about um, Bear, and I don't think there is a childhood photo of Finley. I mean, I, 
there's probably five photos of Finley without Bear in and her Finley's her daughter. Yes, so, her daughter. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, when I, you know, I'm embarrassed to say when I bought Bear, but I paid money for him, mm-hmm. I bought myself a dog. And he quickly became Finley. She she would come into my bedroom at night and take him to her bed. <laughs> and uh, he just latched onto her, and they were inseparable. Um, so one of my favorite memories of Bear is Finley used to do his voice. And she does all the animals' voices, which is tough when we have, you know. Then we had five dogs and the cats and the chickens. But Bear had kind of a lispy English accent. <laughs> And it was exquisite, and he that was his voice as the, when she first saw him. And he would, you know, kind of organize all the other pets in the home with his lispy English accent. <laughs> um, and, and every once in a while, like, I'll just hear phrases that she would have him say. He, was, he, he had quite the tongue. And, you know, I didn't allow swearing, but there were times in the car where she would be doing Bear's voice and Bear was swearing, and I would literally turn around and say, Bear, and forget that it wasn't him. <laughs> Oh, but I miss that voice. Oh. But at every picture of her childhood, he's there. He's there. Yeah. yeah. And that is it, too. There are constant companions. Mm-hmm. When, Especially when you're in your house, they're there all the time because yeah. that's pretty much their space. But there's so much There's so much that happens when when they pass, that emptiness that, that happens in the space that you've been around with each other all the time. Like sometimes I would call Dusty or Chance and then remember that they weren't there anymore. And that's something that even happens now. I have to say, like, Kiva and Buddy will be walking around the house and then I'll feel like another dog walk by. Uh, Yeah. And I'll just go, oh my goodness, you know. Mm That's a that's either a memory or just just a moment where I'm just feeling them around me. Yeah. And I do all the time in those in those times where you know, we had the joyful stuff, but then there was times where there might have been sadness. Mm-hmm. And especially Dusty, he was very sensitive to that stuff. He would just come and lay beside me yeah. and put his head on my leg and just hang with me yeah. if he knew that I was feeling sad. And that is like, that's so so amazing, the love that you can get from a dog. I do have Kiva now. Who, yeah. Like if he started crying, she'd probably, she'd probably go to the other room. Like she's not as sensitive as that. But she has other qualities that just make her very special as well. So let's talk about the hard part. Yeah. When it gets to the stage of, of your dog actually getting ready to move on, mm-hmm. right? And people always ask me, I don't know if you get this, mm-hmm. but I do get asked often, how do you know when it's time? When it's time. Yeah. And it's the biggest question. And unfortunately, we don't have the perfect answer. No. It's it's so hard to know. Our dogs pass in different ways. Obviously, some are more sudden. Some are a little bit more prolonged. You know, it's happening. And if you kind of know it's it's going to happen, then you're sitting there every day wondering, is it time? Yeah. Is it time? And like some people say, if they stop eating, if they stop getting up, then then it might be time. But yeah. here's the other part of that. You'll always feel like it wasn't, you didn't make the right choice. Yeah. You'll always be kicking yourself saying, should I have waited? Should I have done it sooner? Yeah. And you do the best you can. Yeah. And, and because there isn't an answer, right? We'll never know. I mean, yeah. when I think of I've had several dogs pass, and each experience has been so different. Mm-hmm. The hardest two were definitely the two that went of natural causes without euthanasia, and watching that and being with them was 
really, really challenging. Yeah. I, I, um, uh, one of my dogs got sick from something and had, had this funny blood disorder and, and, you know, was sick for a solid two weeks before he passed. But just that feeling of not being able to help him and, yeah. and, and not being able to do anything. It's the same with the human that's passing. You know, just that, that, that thing that you can't control. Yeah. Their whole lives they've been with you and you can, you can control like how to keep them safe. Right. And when it comes down to that end stage, you just are like helpless. Yeah. You're just riding along with what the universe is doing and, and there's nothing you can do. And... Um, you just have to decide then is it the best you can do for them in that stage. Yeah, I know. I, I'm trying to remember who told me this. Somebody early on when I started training talked about the, the dogs live so in the present. And we know that there's some record of them in the past, they, you know, knowing memories of the past and predictions of the future. But mm -hmm. they don't have that same kind of dread or fear of death. Mm-hmm probably that we have. I mean, I guess I don't know, yeah. but that, that always consoles me a little bit that, you know, I, I imagine my own personal beliefs mm -hmm. that all dogs go to dog heaven. Yes. And I, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, and they're just fields. waiting for us. <laughs> they're, yeah. And, and all my past dogs are young and they're friends and, and they're, dog heaven. Yeah, and yeah. They get what they want and there's no dog fights. There's no need for uh, trainers who specialize in aggressive behaviors. <laughs> and dog yeah, there, there's no need for us <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but I'd like to think that they're not contemplating what's next. Yeah. They don't yeah. have to. And that that always gives me some relief. Some relief, yes. The, the other part of that, too, is we're grieving and we're watching uh, the dog pass. But if you have other animals in the house, how yes. are they reacting to it? Because oh. first of all, they're picking up our emotions, right? But then what's going on with them? And we don't really, we don't really know. But I can tell you when Chance passed, Dusty, he was in the house and Chance pretty much passed before I got him to the vet. So Dusty knew there was something wrong with him for, for a couple of weeks beforehand. But he would not come near me for almost a week. Mm. There's just something, I don't know whether he just didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what was going on with my emotions or he was afraid something was going to happen to him because something happened to chance. I have no idea what that was, but yeah. I could definitely tell the behavior change. And I, we just worked through it together. Like I just made it very special for him and did some outings together, even in my own grief. Yeah. You know, we just tried to do things together and build that bond Yeah. Uh, back up, you know. Oh, I've, I've definitely seen that. Um, when I had two labs, a chocolate lab and a black lab mm -hmm. from Lab Rescue, and when the chocolate lab died suddenly of a ruptured spleen, the black lab, it was two weeks of her not eating oh. to the point where we were starting to think about giving her appetite increasing pills. And, mm -hmm. um, but she mourned that dog for probably the rest of her life. We, we did bring home Bear, uh, who she tolerated, but I it mean, wasn't the it same. wasn't the same. It wasn't the same connection. No. Yeah. And that's what I feel like Dusty left five months after Chance. Mm-hmm. And he was getting old, um, yeah. but but I kind of feel like there was there was a connection between them. Yeah, that um, that happened. So we were also talking about um, culturally mm -hmm. how how different cultures kind of see the death of an animal. <laughs> yeah, and and how 
we kind of brush it aside a little bit. And we're lucky that we work in an industry where we're around dog people all the time. So there's an understanding between us, but sometimes it can be really hard to lose an animal and just go back to work the right. following day. Yeah. Did I dream this or did you tell me some countries give yes. leave? Some uh, some countries actually give... Uh, grievance leave? Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's for, beautiful. For their animals. Um, here in Marin, too, we're actually lucky because through Marin Humane, there is a support group if you've lost an animal. So, oh, I didn't know that. So that is something to think about. If, if you have lost an animal and need to talk about it, then just contact Marin Humane. And they have a contact. I think it might be hospice oh, of a baby or something like yeah. that. But you'd have to check it out. And there's lots of Facebook support groups. So mm-hmm. I just want to say that, too, that, that you're not alone. Yeah. And that grieving an animal is very, very real. Yeah. And we know it's real. And, and it's painful. And you can tell how many years like have passed. We're talking about eight in my case. Yeah. And how many? Well, we Bear, was, Bear was only through. How many two years, years ago was that? Two years. Two years ago? Yeah. yeah so that still is hitting both of uh-huh. us. And the reason why it was hard for us to really get this episode going because we didn't want to be crying yeah. the whole way through it. Um, but we wanted to talk about that because it's real for, for everybody. And we have clients that, that lose their animals. Mm-hmm. And we've had clients that we've worked with for many years. And when they lose their animals, that's hard for them and and yeah, yeah. and hard for us too uh, yeah. when we've got that connection with them too and i and i mean hard enough to grieve a pet but i think going through all the steps afterwards afterwards yeah you know you really need the support of a community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i was thinking the, the other uh, night my bathroom light came on Yes. And I very much believe in ghosts. <laughs> very good. Good ghosts. Like, I feel like they're my guardians. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think my Irish family gave me that. But, <laughs> um, so I, I, there's so many times that I imagine one of my past dogs near me. Mm-hmm. Like if, and there's times I think I need support or I've got a decision. Um, and I, I literally can feel their presence. And yeah. I think that's important to talk about and acknowledge, too. It is. You know? It is. Like I was mentioning, sometimes I just feel like, and I feel like it's chance more than dusty. I kind of like look around a corner and I think I've seen the dog walk somewhere and my two dogs are sitting down. I'm like, that was chance saying hi. So it's nice, you know, whatever reason that is to give us comfort or whatever, it feels good to to think about that. And the memories always stay with you. They don't go away. You know, we can always remember those good things. And Facebook is the worst because it keeps bringing up the memories, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, there was a lovely time we were at the beach oh. or there was a lovely time, you know, they were playing together or whatever it is that you'd captured. Uh, Facebook keeps reminding you. <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> in there. Right? But, but it is important to reach out and know that, that there's people around you that feel the same way about mm-hmm. their animals when they pass. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of finish it up with, like the love is the reason why we, we hurt so much. Yeah. It yeah. is really the love. Yeah. We open our hearts completely to our dogs. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Thanks for tuning in today and hope you'll join us for our next episode. You can reach Emma at ecdogtraining.com or on Instagram at ecdog underscore training. And Kirsten asks kwhappydogs.com or on Facebook at kwhappydogs. 
Don't forget to hit subscribe. See you next time.